Hello and welcome back to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports curative industry. The clown to my left is Nick Bassett. Good evening. And the joker Uh, to my right is Kit Lushev. Stuck in the middle with you. And here I am, listeners, Mason Charrington, stuck in the middle with you. You like that one? Is that all right? I did like that one, Mason. Yes. I did like that one. Winning. Who sings that song? Oh. Would it be offensive if I said it was like a one-hit wonder? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Steeler's Wheel? Yeah, one-hit wonder. There you go. Cool. Uh, huge, huge episode this week. So we're going to try and get through it all as quick as possible, but not too quick that we miss the important stuff. So we've got a another third kit released in the A-League. New logo and tournament for world tennis, again, focused in Australia. Refreshed logos for age group um, Asian football conference tournaments. Marvel and Minor League Baseball Assemble. 2023 NRL jersey releases kickoff thanks to Dynasty Sport. Uh, a return of an apparel favorite to the AFL game and a whole lot more. So if you uh, if you thought we weren't already nerdy enough, uh, we're also going to be taking a side quest this week and teasing our vexillology fetish looking at flags. So we hope you enjoy. Uh, if you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can a few different ways. You can follow the links in the podcast app's episode description. Follow the episode blog on our website, which we'll be releasing very soon. Follow along with episode highlights reels at our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast. Or you can check out the major talking points or references via that Instagram page. If we miss anything or feel free to tell us or simply want to get in touch, you can via our Instagram or via our email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. And also, while we've still got everyone's attention, we've listened to the feedback and we were starting to upload visual guides for episodes as stories and highlights on Instagram. So be sure to check those out uh, the day of release so everyone can can uh, keep up to date with what we're talking about visually. Sweet as. So let's kick things off with Sydney FC's third kit, Sydney Sunset. This is from sydneyfc.com. Sydney FC's salute to its iconic home city has been immortalised once more with the launch of the club's new Under Armour 2022-23 Sydney Sunset Third Kit. What do we reckon? Really nice, really nice kit. Really nice kit. Collar might be a bit much, but apart from that, I really like it. I am an incredibly huge fan of this. I probably disagree with you on the collar i think i think it's just that extra added bonus um i love the production shoots as well on the reveal um it's it's kind of got that basketball nba what is it city vibe that i think a few of those uh teams do one thing i did notice is interestingly on the the production photo shoots for the reveal, the A-Leagues logo seems to be a heat seal, like a rectangular heat seal, whereas if you go to the shop itself, the A-Leagues logo is actually just inverted rather than being a rectangle with that that kind of sunset block on it. 
Uh, so I'm a little unsure which one you're actually getting. And it's a shame that the Under Armour logo on the center collar there couldn't be closer replicated with that kind of purple, yellow, red tint. But other than that, I think it's an incredible jersey. Um, I think I agree with Kit a little bit. The collar is probably a bit too much. I probably thin that trim out quite a bit. Dynasty um, boys. And I, you know how I'd improve this shirt, so I won't even say it. Um, I'd like to see probably a bit more sunset as well. But where would you put it? Oh, you could go in and out of the little brick. Um, Oh, perhaps oh, like tough. shape or yeah, or like in the stroke portions or in the actual yeah, in, in the stroke portion. portions coming in and out, or yeah, it's a black kit and they're calling it a sunset one. <laughs> Is that not mid- midnight? <laughs> one of our one of the listeners wrote in, I don't have it in front of me, sorry, that mentioned perhaps the numbers that are going to be on the back also follow. Mm. the same um, suit, but none of the production shots or the shop itself features heat-sealed numbers on the, or sublimated numbers, what, however it is that they're playing with them on the back. So uh, unless there's any images that have come through the mailbag, unconfirmed. Yeah, this is one of those ones where the crew neck sort of cheapens it a bit for me, but... I agree. Whatever. And it looks a lot chunkier in the in the photo shoot than the store listing. Like the store listing doesn't look too bad, but then in that photo shoot at the stadium it looks very very chunky crew neck it is weird that the front of the neck is actually thicker than the the rear must be just the way that it's been the the collar's been built yeah i would have been tempted to have that front bit black and then the rest of the collar the sort of fade in and out yeah that's fair stopping fair call all right you've convinced me (laughs) you got him Got me. From tennis.com.au, in a world first, showcasing equality at the highest level of the sport, mixed teams from 18 countries will compete across three Australian cities, Brisbane, Perth, and Sydney, over 11 days. So this is a new uh, tennis competition that's um, starting at the end of this year or start of next year. United Cup uh, included in the episode today just based on the, the new logo. Um, starting to get a bit sick of these, actually. I think it's it's all right. It's pretty pretty cool, I guess, but a little bit tame and simple, I would say. What do you think? The logo itself, yeah. I mean, obviously, you can see what they're trying to do with that sort of the white on the tennis ball shape in a U, but yeah, a little bit tame, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what they're going with. It does seem a little bit, you can see the tennis theme, as you say, but I don't know, it kind of feels like a little bit stock logo-esque, like we've just gone and found yeah. a tennis stock logo. Okay, AFC, Age Group Men's uh, New Competition Branding and Logo. So this is from uh, footballaustralia.com.au, in fact. Uh, the build-up to the Asian Football Conference 2023 age group tournaments gained momentum with the launch of the brand identities for the upcoming editions of the AFC Under-17 Asia Cup and the AFC Under-20 Asia Cup. So 
uh, full long list in there, but essentially two new logos that have been incorporated for those age groups. They're supposed to tell a story, I guess, as if you were to, you know, put those two logos together with the incumbent ones for the uh, seniors as well uh, around um, starting off with the adrenaline and, you know, the fast moving pace and kicking the ball to the celebrations that the, the senior logo showcases. I'm not sure if I buy that spin, but um, anyway, they're there. Nick, what are your thoughts on the logos? Yeah, I don't hate them as icons. It's probably not what you'd expect for like a a tournament logo, but just as a icon itself, it's it's fine. The gradients in there, you can't see them really being used in many physical spaces, can you? No, well, I can't. you wouldn't. You, would, <laughs> you wouldn't embroider it or or anything like that. But for digital marketing, it's it's pretty cool. Do you have any thoughts, Kit? None that I wish to share. Great. I guess like it's got plenty of angles, which which lends itself to sort of video and and that sort of thing, motion. And the move movement, I think. Mm. Quick, sharp angles. Yeah. This is from milb.com. Minor league baseball defenders of the diamond. Defenders of the Diamond Assemble, Minor League Baseball and Marvel Entertainment have partnered on an exciting three-year program called Marvel's Defenders of the Diamond, featuring 96 different minor league clubs across all four levels. Uh, As part of Marvel's Defenders of the Diamond series, Marvel animators have reimagined logos for all participating clubs. Logos will be revealed throughout October and November. So this is pretty cool. Uh, This is... Similar to, I think, what we were looking at, geez, probably 20 episodes ago when we were looking at the, uh, was it the Copa Cup, I think, from the minor league baseball. Um, yeah. yeah. So check out the, the, the links or, you know, head to whichever reference place you want to go to check out these images. But um, some really cool adaptions of these team logos into comic book style um, images there. I'm digging them. I think there's a cat it's... one in there that's really cool. Oh, they've... Oh, they... Sorry. I thought they hadn't revealed them yet. That's cool. Not the sort of thing which traditionalists will love, but mm, the nerdy side of me who loves all, all things comic book and... Uh, you know, animated. Uh, this is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, the link I've included in the run sheet. Sorry, doesn't go directly to the the icons. So I will find them actually. Oh, I wish just there scroll was... down. Sorry, yeah, scroll I, down. I, yeah, I, I hadn't scrolled down. I, I wish there was a way to to easily see sort of the before and after. That's a good call. I'm sure. Re- that, uh, regardless, yeah. they are they are very cool. Yeah. Check out that uh, that wasp. It actually has got a bit of a Charlotte Hornets kind of look to it. A green jacket. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Augusta green jackets. Yeah. Super neat. Great Lakes loons is another one. Geez, the green ones are catching my eye. Yeah, I'll see if I can find actually, you know, before we go live, I'll see if I can find a comparison to some of the old ones. Or oh, not old ones, but their traditional logos as well. 
And uh, leading the way, I think first off the bat for major sports in Australia for 2023 jersey reveals came from the North Queensland Cowboys, thanks to Dynasty Sport. Uh, The gentleman sitting across the screen from me, I'm sure, well, at least Kit, you would have had a fair fair part, if not all part, in this. Yeah, well... um... Just before we talk about the Cowboys, um, we sort of jumped the gun a bit and said goodbye to the Sharks before they got the opportunity on the on the first of November. So thirty first of October, our uh, social media team did a thank you, farewell, so long, all the best post to the Sharks. Which me being me and my personality type, I dig that getting in. It's you know I, I won't be too specific, but you guys know what I'm know, know what I'm getting at. Um, but yeah, Cowboys jerseys, um, there's a bit I can say about them actually. I, I think I was actually in, on holiday in Perth when these started to sort of find their shape and I think I've sent through some concepts and in my mind I wanted it to be those original Cowboys jerseys, like that's what the home and away was going to be. <clears throat> they didn't want to go that way so they wanted to look at some some chevrons so I was playing around with the chevrons sort of you know paying paying homage to some of those uh iconic sort of cowboy stripe patterns and whatnot um they weren't digging that either so the decision was made to uh kind of you know amalgamate their jerseys with you know what the 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 social media postings were so some of the chevrons that you're seeing on instagram and at game activations and stuff so um yeah, they're pretty pretty solid jerseys. I think they look quite nice. Um, good feedback that that the, the away jersey was uh, actually meant to be fairly different. It was meant to have the white and the navy flipped, and that's how it was right up until you know, not actually not too long ago. And then the back was almost uh, completely white, and there was okay. like a l- low navy chevron. Sort of similar to what the Redcliffe Dolphins have on the front yep. of their jersey. Um, I didn't mind that one for whatever reason. The cow, uh, the NRL, being the NRL, said there wasn't enough white. When I'd argue there was would have been more white. Um, so that had to be changed, and it was. But yeah, um, you know, a lot of a lot of this can be attributed to the Cowboys in-house design team, and um, in particular Mari. So pretty happy with where they've landed. Uh, and I think we will see some traditional jerseys come uh, by the next cycle because I think that aligns with a a, um, a celebration. 25 years, 30 years, 35, I don't know what it bloody is, but yeah. I think it's thir- yeah, 30. 95, so 30, yep. 30, yeah, they won their premiership on their, was it 2015? So yeah, 20 years, yeah. I'm digging them, man. Mm. I'm di- digging these jerseys. They're so clean. Like they are very clean. New gripper yeah. too, by the way. <laughs> new, as in new tech, new technology gripper, or just new design. New element. design gripper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess this is sort of. I mean, obviously, I had nothing to do with this, but it's sort of the first major jersey that Dynasty's released since I started, and I probably got stuck whoa, into the whoa. comments far too. 
far well, too you... much. <laughs> well, I was selling... there for the Pride jersey, but... Selling the Western Force short, mate. <laughs> Have those jerseys <laughs> actually the jerseys dropped? jerseys haven't been released, though. Of the Rebels? I don't think they've dropped yet either, have right, they? I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it'll probably get a little bit less of a novelty over time, but you jump in all the comments and see what people think, and you probably shouldn't do that. But, nah, reaction seems to be good so far, and well, mostly good. Um, and I and guess we should mention the, the red outline's gone. For those who haven't seen it yet, we haven't exclusive, that yet, so. exclusive from Murray, uh, Murray on on our feeds. Right, we we <laughs> dropped that first. Can we claim that? I feel like Maybe. Kit did about six months ago when he <laughs> yeah, said it's done. Exclusive <laughs> in the fact that I promised you that it'd be fucking done. Here Murray in the comments, <laughs> Nick, you remember right? I, I remember I this think fully. My, <laughs> we could probably find a social media. Uh, I think you did a social media. Um, tile for it, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like consider it done. Yeah. Oh, and in that same social media post, underneath it, this is all in jest. I can't guarantee anything. Well, right? That was your comment. That, that came oh, from was, your account. Kit's comment, that's right. <laughs> well, I just don't want to give Dynasty any fuel to fire me if they wake up on the wrong side of the bed one day. So. <laughs> We, we should note before we continue too far on the podcast too, we're recording this uh, at around 8 o'clock on Tuesday the 1st. So there's probably going to be a whole lot more that drop between now and when this week's episode is released. So we will, if you do and are keen to hear our thoughts on anything else that gets dropped between now and then, obviously we will mention those next week. Yeah, right in the middle of New Zealand's batting innings against England in the T20 World Cup. Keep the score updated with us then, fella. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. Uh, and the Warriors were the, un- uh, the other team that obviously had a, a minor logo change, which won't, you won't see reflected uh, on apparel, I don't think. Especially not on on-field, but one is it one New Zealand is... Yeah. Previously Vodafone. So yeah. Yeah. Vodafone's had a rebrand. A couple of um, minor, unexciting logo changes, but there we go. Some other things that have dropped very recently as we've been preparing or finalising the show notes for today. Uh, Canberra Raiders have dropped their 2023 stuff. You might have to Google that one yourself, fellas, sorry, or probably check out one of our friends' Instagrams. I'm sure they've posted them. And ISC has also shared a little uh, teaser video for something being dropped tomorrow, which I think between the three of us and probably those all within the Jersey nerd circle would know what that is, which is the Hawthorne um, Guernsey. So we've all seen a leak. I don't know whether that leak's been made fully mainstream, has it? It's on Twitter, I think. yeah, basically Sketches is has taken the manufacturer's logo position on the sternum. Um, <clears throat> and just before we move on from the Raiders, uh, yes. they have shown us a new white jersey, which I uh, uh, obviously you know, reflecting of, of, of white jerseys. I think they're worn in the, the 80s maybe. I don't know. I'll make a lot of people mad if that's wrong, but um, it looks very tidy, very nice, and they look to have pissed off their navy, which they've had in recent years, which a lot of people will be happy. So um, didn't get a lot of positive feedback from the fans, didn't? But I, you know, one that is either who is not a Raiders fan 
was actually quite a big fan of that color combination. Yeah, but it's lazy, right? It's the easy thing to do is just to revert back to navy. Yeah. Um, and it's in their logo. That was yeah. the brand, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. Um, I, I like the jerseys, but yeah, you can tell the fans sort of didn't, and they was sort of realized by the club by them not wearing their home kit at home all last season, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, that's very true. So this is from their, sorry, Kit, this is from their website. As part of the club's 40th anniversary celebrations, the fans were asked to vote on their favourite Raiders jerseys over the past 40 seasons with the most popular home and away jerseys returning to the field in 23. Blended. Um, Sorry, I just had a fly. Uh, And the other one was the Penrith Panthers showing us basically a new heritage jersey, which was cool. Uh, I've got a bit of a story about that myself. When I was at Classic, I tried doing that exact jersey as a uh, as a heritage. And I got rejected because Classic were too scared of getting sued by Adidas because they did the, th- the three stripes. So I said, uh, how, could, how could you get in trouble legally by doing a heritage jersey when you, all you do is emulating what the club's worn in the past? But... Uh, still could not get it over the line, but just a little weird one. The heritage jersey—that's the teal, maroon, and white stripes—is it right? Uh, teal, rust, and white. Yeah, I guess. You'd yeah, call it. rust. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. Okay. It looks like all three of their jerseys have just the three stripes across them. Their home, which is the all sorts. Their away, which is the pink. And then there, so, yeah, I've never understood fully that that argument. You can't, if a team's been wearing it, geez, nearly as long as that, those three stripes have become synonymous with the brand. I think, I think you, I think you're on the winning side of that legal battle, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they haven't worried about it in the past. God, that... You're right, though. That O'Neill's pattern is why I don't like that kind of jersey. Eh? That's a shocker. The low cut. Yeah, um, the sort of straight line. Raglan's. The high raglan's so much better. It needs um, to follow the, the collarbones. Yeah, and all the, the training gear reminds me suspiciously of some Sharks training gear that's come out recently. Oh, so moving quite, on. Quite a little dig there. Someone snuck something in there. Who's that XFL logo is The Rock? What What's The Rock up to? What's The Rock been cooking? Uh, yeah, since you guys were talking about the, the Marvel MILB logos, um, this popped into my mind. It's the third reincarnation of Vince McMahon's original XFL, and The Rock's taken it over now. Um, and they've released their, their new team logos for however many years this one's going to survive. Um, I quite like the the Houston Roughnecks one, so that's probably my pick of the bunch. Um, kind Ooh, of that... reminds me reminds me of that Oilers old Houston Oilers one, yeah. Um, some of the That'd others, the only bit, good one, yeah. a bit meh. The Seattle Sea Dragons is pretty poor, um, but yeah, that one that one uh, I quite like the the Houston one. They look ve- they look they look like NFL well. NFL logos from an unlicensed video game. That's what they yeah, look like. They look like B-rate American football mm. logos, don't they? Which is kind of what it is. Great documentary, though. Um, is it a 20 yeah. for 20? 
brilliant. So I'd recommend yeah, watching thirty that for thirty or something. Yeah, thirty for thirty. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's the documentary uh, specifically? Sorry. The rise and uh, fall of the XFL. It was called the, um, "This Is the XF." This is this yeah, is this XFL. is the XFL or something. Um, yeah, runs through how Vince McMahon went from wrestling to wanting to rival the NFL and only lasted a few years, but they had whole different rules and nicknames on the backs of their jerseys and whatever. I feel like I've actually seen some of these logos before. Definitely that Guardians one. That's, yeah. They might be from some of the past failures of... Um... You want to read the... You want to touch on the last bit of news there? I think it's Wigan. Wigan's done a drop of a few things, if you guys want to put your thoughts out there. And I'm just going to do a quick Google on something. Yeah, the Wigan Warriors have released their home kit for 2023, which uh, features some sort of, I can't exactly zoom in, but whether it's a a graphic-y sort of textural horizontal stripes, uh, looks pretty sharp. To me, it looks like a bit of a bloody tissue, but Nick, thoughts? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem when you get that sort of grungy on, painted yeah. effect with with red and white, isn't it? But Nah, especially it's, it's, those two colours. <laughs> nice enough jersey. And then yeah. the uh the new away jersey's got a uh, navy base with sort of that eighties colouring with the, the teal blue and purple and pink, so um that's kinda cool. Yeah, yeah that is nice. Oh the badge of... on that one I think I saw which is uh which is really cool. It's almost like an iridescent. Yeah, it's kind of an embroidered or patch version of an iridescent logo and then your sort of 80s coloured lasers going around yeah. corners. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if the NRL gave us a bit more flexibility when it came to to the club logos? You'd yeah, be able to do cool would be, defense would be jerseys and stuff like that. But anyway. Yeah, even even the NRL logo or it'd be cool yeah. if just um <laughs> you know, we're, we're we always talk about that sort of freedom of the European sort of sports market yes. with their different color away jerseys. And I hope it'll come into the culture here one day, but I don't see it happening for a while. Don't hold your breath. Um, no. Mason, did you have anything further to touch on the news or are we flags, flags, flags? Flags, flags, flags. Nah, yeah, that's it. I, I swear that I've seen that Guardians logo for a lacrosse league, like an XFL version of the National Lacrosse League or something like that. But my quick Google, Google search couldn't find anything. So maybe I'm just imagining it or maybe I'll find yeah. it later. Uh, the, the 2019 sort of XFL, the second incarnation, had some very sort of similar logos. Some of them have just been updated as well. So you might have sort maybe of that's what it seen was. a different version of them. Yeah. Which uh, was a victim of COVID, that league, right? Most likely. Oh, yeah. You'd you'd have to think so. Uh, flags, 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 flags. Who knows what the... Uh, who knows? Well, I've got a few questions for you guys, but who knows what the study of flags is called? Vexillology. Vexillology. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that if you said it, didn't say it 10 minutes ago. So uh, I'm structurally unstructured in what we're going to talk about, but let's start off by just sharing a few of our favourite 
world flags. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have got. I've got a handful. So maybe if we just uh, rotate, we'll, we'll pick one each and then, then pass it along. Sounds uh, great. I'll go first. Thank you. I'll um, kick things off. Uh, <laughs> oh, you go. Hurry up. Japan. Japan's my number one favorite flag. Oh, my God. That is shit ass. Here we What's go. wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Oh, we were just talking about the Rising Sun version's better. <laughs> it is, mate. What do you no. like about it? The simplicity, oh. the symmet- symmetry. I feel like I'm going to get bagged out a fair bit, actually, on this uh, topic. But I don't know exactly what it is. The red and white color combination that that pure white base with just that red, the red spot on it. I just think it's a um, it is just a powerful image, actually, a powerful symbol. Uh, it's not too offensive. Um, yeah. Okay. A- okay. <laughs> simple, um, simple but powerful. Yep, I'm happy with that. And uh, one thing I will mention about the Japanese flag is I think in recent times they officially changed their flag and it was something so minor about the dimension of the circle or how that sat, um, you'd right. never notice. So... Uh, it has changed, I reckon, in the last five years. I'm not sure if you guys heard about that. Okay. Uh, I think it changed in, in the late 90s and then again recently, perhaps. But anyway, yep. Nick, did you want to go next? Um, I've always been a fan of the Chicago flag. I know it's not a nation's one, but um, just send it to you on Discord. So, Especially like it when it's been put on jerseys with a black base. Okay, so this what we're looking at is four stars and two sort of Argentina-coloured horizontal stripes. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, just, I don't know. That one always just looks quite clean for me, and if we're going to relate it to jerseys, it looks great across the chest of a jersey, especially on the yeah. Chicago City jerseys. So Chicago Blues. I don't, so. I, I don't mind it. Um, I mean, I have got these jotted down. I might as well bring it up now, but... There's two iconic American state flags for me. Um, And this is especially evident when you're comparing it to the Australian flags because all the state flags of Australia are so painfully similar. So you look at the American ones and see how different they are. Yeah. And it's refreshing. And you could probably guess it's cliche as all shit, but the, the Texas flag, the Lone Star flag, are we familiar with that one? Uh, Lone Star flag. Lone Star. So it's got one one star within a, a blue rectangle Ooh. and then... Yep. Dirty redneck. <laughs> oh, great, great flag. And then the second one is the flag of California, which, uh, which has the walking, the walking bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just two iconic flags for me, uh, sort of American flags, but seems Nick brought up the Chicago ones. There are a couple of ones that I, I uh, think of. And the third one, and I said two, but the third one is the Hawaiian flag, which bizarrely has the Union Jack on it. Yep. Um, so you can read up a little bit about why that happened, but I like to just think of it as the, you know, the king of Hawaii back in the day liked the look of the Union Jack and whacked it on his flag. So uh, we'll run with that. That can be canon from now on. Um, the flag I'm going to mention, and it's not obscure like Nick's, it's not cliche and simple, boring like mason's but the papua new guinea flag i freaking mm. love mm. Uh, yep. that's pretty brilliant obscure, colors mate. brilliant colors 
Um, obviously, having black in a flag's probably cheating because black against anything just sits so well. But the um, yeah, I just think it, it's it's uh, it's it's brilliant. It's got the uh, the Southern Cross. It's got the Bird of Paradise. Uh, brilliant colours. So I love it. Well done. Very Thank good. You, I'll give you that one. That's a good one. And it yeah. was designed by a 15-year-old girl, apparently, in 1971. Mason? Back to me? Yep. I've got a shitload, so we'll just keep <laughs> circling. Okay. My second one is the flag of Wales, the Welsh flag, which is two horizontal, white on top, uh, emerald green, I believe it is, on below. Uh, on the below side with a dragon in red sitting center. Again, man's, I think man's, it's... <laughs> man's just gone on like bestflagsratings.com, <laughs> eh? <laughs> uh, no, and there's a reason probably why they're on the list. <laughs> what's, what's the category here? I, I, mean, that. Like, yeah. I did that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, again, I just think it's a powerful, um, iconic symbol. It's not too detailed. Um, it's visible from, you know, relatively visible from far distances. Um, it's got, you know, a powerful iconic image on it. So yeah, lock that in as my number two, please, Eddie. That's, that's a good one. I like it. Um, I would like to know how many flags have fictional creatures on them. So, uh, love to know anyone who has that answer. And one thing I've always wondered is who owns dragons? Is it fucking Asians or is it, uh, the UK, because there's that balance, right? King Arthur slaying a fucking dragon, the Asians and all their Oriental dragons. Who owns it? Well, I think the uh, the English or the what? What are we calling them? English? The, their oh, dragons. The, their dragons are slightly different to the to the um, dragons of the Orient. Okay, are they cousins or uh, first removed? Okay, cousins first removed. Good one, mate. I like it, uh, Mr. Bassett. Well, there's another, like, mythical creature flag. I mean, I, I don't really look at flags often, but the Albania one's kind of Are you fucking... kind of <laughs> random. <laughs> the double-headed black eagle um, yeah. on the red base, pretty... I, it's different for a, for a nation's flag, so... That was my um, next one on the list, and... That was that was my favourite until I had a change of heart and switched PNG in. That is a cracker of a flag. And there is something sinister about it. Yeah. Obviously the colours, but, yeah, it, it looks like that country's up to no good. <laughs> and I'll be keeping an eye on them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, a powerful symbol, though. Yeah. Very, very yeah. strong symbol, centred. That, that black and red colour combination, as you said, is... You know, two really strong colors that complement each other. Um, and what is that? Is it just a double headed eagle? Is that actually got a name, that type of bird, or is it just a double headed eagle? Double headed eagle, what yeah, okay. to, yeah. It's, it's it's very intimidating, actually. Yeah, it is. It is. There's something sinister about it, like it gives me, it gives me, uh, that, like. N- yeah, Germanic that Germanic era of the yeah. mid nineteenth, well, mid twentieth yeah. century. <laughs> Could not agree more. Um, all right, I'll scrap that. I will scrap that and go on to my next one. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two. 
there's similar-ish sort of flags. You guys have probably mentioned them. Jamaican flag for the colours, obviously symmetry, simplicity, brilliant, brilliant flag. Um, and it is currently the only national flag that does not contain shade of the colours red, white, or blue. So it's an interesting one for you boys. Second one is the Republic of South Africa. Has anyone got that on their list? No. I didn't have that one on my list, no. no. It'd, be, it'd be criminal if that one didn't make it. Um, and as we all know, a, qu- quite a newish flag. I think it's... Nick, what year were you born? 95. 95. So you're slightly younger than it, but it obviously um, came in. It, it, uh, it took over the previous flag, which was that sort of... Uh, Orange, white, and blue one, eh? Yeah, with the the three flags of the former British colonies in the middle. So that was a shit house one, but this new one is, um, and for what it stands for, is uh, is superb. So that's my what's, two little cheaty answer. Sorry, did other... I miss? Did I actually miss what what which flag is it? Sorry, South African flag is what I just nominated. Then, oh, we're still on that one. Yeah. What's the um the other sort of is it African flag with um, it's got. The similar shape to the South African one, red at the top, green at the bottom, with like black in the Y. Is yeah, that... uh, I did stumble across this before. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, what's yours next, Mason? My next one. <laughs> I, I'm ready to take the the heat again. It's Is the Olympic the... flag. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Close. Uh, base base of white again. The South Korean flag, great flag, great oh, flag. I, I, that one's cool. I get the pass on that one. Yep, excellent, great. Uh, so gonna put out the Malaysian flag next with its. Is that the like half and half red and white with the reverse circle? Uh, is that that one? Yeah. What's that? I oh, know in, Indonesian's Indonesian? red and white. Just simply red and white. I'm not sure which one you're talking about now. Do you know? Can you talk talk us through what is on the South Korean flag? Because it's not yeah. completely symmetrical. Uh so white base with a disc in the center, um, red and red on top, and white, uh, blue below in somewhat of a um, yin yang. Yin yang. Yep. Uh, and then four black trigrams, one in each corner. So trigrams. Where did I see that just before? The three stripes. Uh, yeah, I, th- I believe it's a uh, it's a type of script or um, a type of text um, representing movement and harmony as fundamental principles. Each trigram represents one of the four classical elements. So, um, spring, Almost. summer, winter, and autumn. As seasons, so that I, I think what I'm getting at here is they have different meanings for different things. So, uh, celestial bodies, heaven, earth, moon, and sun, seasons, spring, summer, winter, autumn, east, west, north, and south, etc. etc. So, yeah, again, for me, when I, when I look at it, I'm looking at the symbolism, the, the imagery, powerful, simple, strong, visible, yeah. It certainly gives off a different vibe 
and it's it's probably just because it, it is North Korea, but to, to North Korea, like I look at the North Korean flag and I'll, similar emotions to that Albanian one, it, like, you know, a it's little bit daunting a, and scary. It's definitely probably just like a subconscious thing, eh? Yeah, it'd have to be because yeah. I look at the South Korean one and I do feel, you know, pure, peaceful, you know, those kinds of emotions. So, mm. but I like it, mate. Great. I do. Do we have more? I think Nick. I was just going to bring up. I don't necessarily like it, but is Cyprus the only flag where just an image of the country is on? What else? I think. I think there are a few more. I, they're not coming to mind at the moment. I know that the Texas flag used to just have the state of Texas in it. Uh, the Brazilian flag has this constellation of the night sky at the time the flag was declared. Is that right? Is that a little tidbit you had later? Sorry, I haven't wrecked something there. Oh, that was my next flag, but yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. like that, yeah, there's a couple more that actually just have the continent in them, but they're not coming to mind right at the moment, sorry. And just on the Brazilian flag, quick little fact is that uh, I think it holds the record for the shortest reigning flag. They had one that lasted for four days. They also hold another honour, being the, t- the most times a nation has changed the flag, currently sitting at 20. So there you go. Even more than the US, hey? So does it list there what some of those changes actually are, Kit? I did try to look into it. Uh, I didn't have much luck. So um... I, think one, I think one of them was a star, like there were some of the constellation was missing, so they had to update. I feel yeah, like okay. that's not a, it's not a false truth there. Hey, yeah. I've got a few honourable mentions if, if, um, if we're able to go that way yet. Yep, yep, go on. Sweet as. My first one is the Jolly Roger. Here we go. Of course. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so. Man's going to much... bring up the ISIS flag next. <laughs> Fuck. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> I was waiting for another certain flag of your <laughs> to come from you, from you, Nick, but never mind. Hold that. <laughs> okay. Any further. All right. Continue. Uh, so, so the Jolly Roger actually, um, contrary to popular belief, the base pirate flag never actually used to be the skull and crossbones, but in fact was just a red flag or a black flag that uh, pirates would um, raise. However, they wouldn't generally raise them until such time as they were close enough to the ships that they were trying to target. So pirates Makes would sense. traditionally... Just um, just be sailing the seas with some other country's flag, making it look like they're all groovy. Um, and then at the point of uh, the, at the point where they decided they could either um, intercept or or um, shoot a cannon or or whatever, they would um, raise red or black flag, uh, and sometimes fire a warning shot uh, at their victims um in an in an attempt to um stop them from actually running away or sailing away essentially but uh it wasn't until some time later that the skull and crossbones of the jolly roger actually started to make it into uh pop culture or um 
pirate law, I guess. Um, and I did read somewhere, this could be a false truth because I did read it somewhere and now I can't find it again, but the Jolly Roger actually, the name of the flag itself came from a French word which meant um, no pennies or free out, no free out, no pass out of jail or something like that, which essentially meant, you know, no mercy. Um, if I find that, I will reference back to it. But, yeah, there's my honourable mention, my first right. honourable mention. Great. Well, I, I also will do the same thing. And I want to bring up that good design and good ethics don't necessarily align all the time. Uh, I think you can have a strong flag whilst uh, not having the best meaning behind said flag. A couple of examples that I will bring up is, of course, the Nazi flag or the swastika flag. Now yep. it's hard. It's it's hard to argue that that isn't a strong design, and obviously invokes a lot of emotions, which um, you know probably through the history that we know on our subconscious. But uh, you know, ignoring all the heinous you know history behind that, it's 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 you know quite an impressive flag from a design point of view. And the second one, I will say, uh, to a lesser extent, yep. Um. I could be wrong again, but I actually believe the the swash that the the rotating element of of the flag, which I believe actually is the swash sticker portion of the flag, is actually adopted by Hitler. It was actually a peace symbol prior yeah. to the use of the Nazis. Yeah, so, it was stolen, um, so yeah, used it was, in it was, like Indian and plenty of different cultures, Eurasian and even some African and American ones as well. Indian religions, so. Dating back quite a long time, like cave carvings, I believe, like even, you know, really long time. So it used to be an image, imagery of peace until it was adopted by the Nazis. And unfortunately, since then, it's um, been tarnished and you can't really go back. I go back. Yeah. I fully agree, though, Kit. It's a bloody powerful symbol, though, isn't it? Yeah. And a, a lot of that Nazi imagery and design, I believe you know, can be seen in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Even, Don't you agree? Yes. Yep. Um, there are definitely adaptations that have been brought across. Even yeah. in stuff so, like um, Hunger Games or Game of Thrones, mm. the big, like, person standing on the steps speaking down at a huge crowd in, in a concrete sort of jungle. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, and the second one, to a lesser extent, uh, which I believe to be a good design, is the Confederate flag. Once again, pretty reasonable colours. That symmetry, I'm a bit of a sucker for, uh, you know, diagonal, diagonal designs. So, uh, yeah, that's my, that's they're my honourable mentions. And uh, lastly, I will throw in a flag from Australia, being that of the Northern Territory flag, which I think is. Head and shoulders above the the rest of the flags for our our state and territory. So, uh, ACT and NT being the the two territories which get a bit different of a design, void of the Union Jack. Uh, the other six flags being quite boring. Um, call me biased, but I think the WA ones, you know, less so biased. than the rest. Biased. 
biased. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you which of these flags is the no. I'm Brisbane actually just, one. just staring you, mate. I'm just. I agree with you, actually. Well, that I, I, if I was to guess, I'd say that the one with the fucking mudlark-looking crowy magpie would be South Australia. Obviously, the black swans, WA. I know the Southern Cross and the Crown is Victoria. The other three are very, uh, very royal. And I don't know which, I don't know the difference between them. I think this I is a, a good a time as any. Um, I'm just going to pop a link in the show notes for you guys. So as I was doing some research for this episode, I came across a few things actually, um, or I was reminded of a few things that uh, that I've come across through my time. So the first link that I've attached there is flagsforaustralia.com. Um, and I'm probably going to need a backtrack a little bit here and say um, I'm sure the three of us are all aware of the golden wattle proposed Australian flag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was that's going to bring that up when I saw the NT flag. Yeah. So that's featured um, on this flags of Australia, but you can see there kit. It'll actually on flags for Australia.com. Um, I think this is a little project by someone to update the, the state flags as well as, you know, jump on the Golden Wattle Australian proposed flag bandwagon. Um, but some really nice clean designs there, particularly the WA one, which I think, you know, that black-yellow combination is, you know, quite strong and um, worthy of consideration, I guess. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I Now, I was considering getting into the, the Australia-New Zealand situation. I think that's probably almost worthy of its own topic. I think we could dig right into that in the history of, of the two two flags. So I haven't haven't got that listed here. Um, I've got a little just... quiz, for you, quiz for you guys, but if you've got any more honourable mentions, please... Uh... Well, just while you're on Australia and New Zealand, did you guys... Obviously, we had the referendum recently about changing the New Zealand flag. Did you guys see the options that were available? Yeah, I recall being quite invested in them at the time, but <laughs> there were not too many designs that really stick in my head now other than the laser kiwi. Um, yeah. I think you guys, this is just my my thoughts, you have the perfect flag readily available to you right now, which is the fern on a black base. Like you don't need to go That's what um applying anything else. That's what the Prime Minister at the time, John Key, was sort of trying to push. Um and yeah, then the old links to the Islamic flag were brought up, so that sort of quashed that uh it's, direction. It, I've just sent through in Discord the the five options that were available. That, that, that's just the media, though, jumping on board something and hyping it up to be a hell of a lot more than it needs to be. There's, it's not the first or last. You know, Wait, there you don't are need a... plenty that... Uh, you've worked you me out, mate. You don't, you don't need me to... You don't need to tell me to question the media. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I've just sent through the, the five other options that are available on Discord. Um, the two on the left and the two on the right were the original four that were available. Um, and then this one in the middle, the sort of red, the red triangle with the white mountain top, and then the the black and the blue. 
either side of the triangle that got added in through like public outcry um and then we had a vote on those five which was the best and the black blue fern one got voted in and then that went up against the national flag and i think it was something like 55 to 45 that it lost yeah out of those that you've shared with us there would yeah did you were you able to vote at the time I was. I think it was the first ever thing I voted on. Yeah. It was, and I, was, I, I did vote for the new flag. But looking back now, I would have voted. I would vote for, if I had those six options again, I would have voted for Red Peak now, which was the triangle one hmm. out of all the others. Nick, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had. I had some more honorable mentions, actually. But, you know, going back to that, I just say Black Base. White fern, full stop. Period. End of discussion. If you just went that way and went with it, surely no a silver would... fern. Yeah, the the Canadian flag was controversial when it was first released. The the maple leaf used to be a symbol of um, hate, or um, it, there was a neg- negativity around it. It wasn't until the maple leaf was adopted as part of the Canadian flags that it actually started to become a positive symbol. Um, but anyway, some other uh, notable mentions there that I wanted to add was the Golden Model Flag. You can check that out at goldenmodelflag.com. It's, uh, in my mind, actually, you know, quite an impressive flag. logo. Yeah, uh, logo flag that, um, you know, let's not get into the discussions of the history of uh, Australia and blah, 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 everything else there. But just from a design point of view, I think it's a great flag and it, it more represents the green and gold of Australia. Uh, and another one there, um, which I will actually just copy this, copy the links into the show notes for you guys too, is I came across this a little while ago. Um, Scott Conrad Kelly put in a, or did a project essentially of creating the flags for all of the planets featured in the Star Wars universe. Um now, when I went looking for it over the last day or so, the website itself doesn't seem to exist anymore, and I'm going to blame the House of Mouse for that. I feel like that they've probably gotten involved and and somehow asked Scott to pull it down. But anyway, um, from from the website there, which we'll include in the links on the podcast apps, episode description, you can see a brief summary there of some of the work that he did in that space, which was really cool. Um, you know, had the Tatooine flag, Coruscant flag, all a lot of stuff there, and um, I think it was a great piece of work. And watch Star Wars. You can leave the chat now. And uh, other ones there was the the pride flag as well. Um, again, quite become quite a powerful image and symbol in the in the past. Um, what would we say? 40, 50 years. I think it's evolved a little bit over time, but. Um, become quite a uh, icon for inclusivity and positivity, and and there's a few evolutions of that even used now uh, as well. But yeah, brilliant quiz time. Let's go. I am going to read out a description of the flags. You two are going to buzz in. Can we get a buzzer check, Mason? Mason, Nick. Buzz. Okay. Exciting. <laughs> At least mine and, uh, sounded like a buzz. 
Um, and obviously anyone who's listening can uh, be honest and write in and tell us if you're quicker than these two uh, men's applicants. So um, first off, question number one. Buzz in when you want, okay? There are 13 stripes and 50 stars. Mason? Buzz. Mason? That would be the US, the United States of America flag. That is correct. A very easy one to start with. They get harder and then they get a bit easier. But the green background represents forests. The yellow diamond in the center represents mineral Buzz. resources. Nick? Brazil. Correct. Number three, the Union Jack is present in the top corner, whilst the light blue background represents the Pacific Buzz. Ocean. Nick? BG. That is correct. A white background, which Mason loves, with horizontal blue stripes. In the middle is the Star Buzz. of David. Nick? Oh, I'm lucky I heard that last, but Israel. I was going to say Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> okay very good it's three one to nick white background and the central emblem is a red and blue yin yang mason. <laughs> nick uh south korea let mason have his drink of water okay <clears throat> red symbolizes sacrifices in the struggle for independence and the green Cedar tree in the middle is a symbol for holiness. Ah, oh, shit, I just saw this one. Green cedar tree. It's a team in the Rugby League World Cup currently. Oh, Mason. Mason? Buzz. It's not Lemon Lebanon, is it? He's it got is. It. Correct. Yeah. Lebanon, which I believe is one of the most, I could be wrong, but the most evenly Christian slash Muslim countries in the world. It's another little fact for you guys. That right. Uh, two more questions left, and Mason, I hate to say it, but you need to get them both. <laughs> Green background with Arabic writing in the middle. <laughs> oh god. Fuck. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that to Mason just to keep it interesting. It's got a sword underneath, eh? It does. Five. Nah, you're out, Nick. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Correct. Game's over, but one for good luck. Red background with a big golden five-pointed star and then four five-pointed stars Mason. to the right. Mason? China. China. Very He's good, boys. It. That's... 5-3 to Mason. Uh, to Nick, sorry. It's going to claim um, it. <laughs> so, pretty easy there, but just a fun little game reminiscent of the AFL one that I think Mason played back in our inf inf infancy. Um, you know, I've got a few facts here if I want to bore you guys to death. I was a bit disappointed there was no... Um, there's only one flag that doesn't have a rectangular or square shape to it. Do you know which flag that is? I was just going to ask this question. Um, the Nepal flag. Yeah. 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 There's uh, a... And then Switzerland's a square, isn't it? Whereas the rest are rectangles. There's not going to be many more flag facts here if you've got to <laughs> 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 um, 
there are only three national flags that differ on the front and reverse sides, being Moldova, which only the front displays the coat of arms. Paraguay, the reverse side contains the Treasury seal, and Saudi Arabia, which we just spoke about. Um, since the flag contains sacred writing, sacred writing, the reverse side of the flag is a duplicate of the front. So flags are sewn together rather than being see-through and reverse. Gotcha. Um, as Nick just mentioned, there's two f national flags that are square, not one. One being Switzerland and the other one being Vatican City, which could possibly be the smallest country in the world. I'm not sure, but I think it is. Pretty sure it is, well, eh? Like what Mason said, there's one non-rectangular national flag being Nepal, shaped like two stacked triangles, representing the Himalayan mountains and more recently the two religions of Hinduism and Buddhism. Interesting little one. Um, there are some national flags which are similar or identical to each other. The flags of Romania and Chad are virtually identical. The flags of Ireland and Ivory Coast are identical colour with the stripes reversed. Polish is the same as the Indonesian flag if you reverse it. And the Netherlands and Luxembourg have the same order of colours in their tricolour flag, although the Dutch blue colour is darker. Got it. Boom. There is one flag in the world to feature a modern assault, assault rifle, being the AK-47, uh, that is Mozambique, and it's supposed to represent defence and vigilance in a country that was beset with civil war for over a decade. Um, so looking at it, it's quite a striking flag as well, obviously having a, a bayonet, bayoneted mm. AK-47 and a, what looks to be a garden hoe over a bible or some sort of book uh for bonus points does anyone want to guess what the rarest color found on a flag is rarest color you'd have to say black nick or uh, orange or Close. purple purple, purple It'll be is like the a rarest. random color yeah purple purple, purple is a random uh, the rarest color flag Two of tokyo flag of tokyo i think it's got purple on it does it? Yes. It's interesting. In terms of countries, Nicaragua and Dominica. Um, the Tokyo flag is fantastic. The Very reason... New age, isn't it? Yeah, I need to look at this flag, actually. That does sound Sorry, mate. To to Tokyo <laughs> being a, a pretty progressive sort of new age uh, part of the world. Tokyo flag. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's a ship uh, steering wheel. It looks like a Pokemon. I'm not sure you guys, <laughs> neither of you know Pokemon, but there's... Oh, I know Pokemon. Unknown nah. Pokemon? Do you know I don't know Pokemon. I do, yeah. I do know unknown Pokemon. It does look like an unknown. Um, and We're going to have saying... to do an episode of shit you guys have seen that I haven't. Oh. <laughs> It'd be a you five part of an hour. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Pokemon, fucking... <laughs> All that. Simpsons, uh, probably. <laughs> purple historically has been used to represent royalty or richness and throughout history has always been expensive and difficult difficult to get hold of in terms of ink, colouring, etc. Uh, we're nearly there, but in terms of the oldest flag in the world, you'll probably not get it. Does anyone want to have a guess? It's oldest. Denmark. 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 Was Yep, the flag was first used in 1625 and it has not changed since the flag that is used today. Unlike Brazil, who have learnt has changed 20 times. 
Um, and when we think of flags, we historically would think of things that have been around for decades, centuries. Uh, in terms of newest flags, since 2006, there's been 10 new flags. I'll quickly run through them, being Congo, Venezuela, Lesotho, which I've never heard of, Kosovo, Iraq, uh, Myanmar, Myanmar, sorry, Libya, South Sudan, Malawi, 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 Malawi I don't know what that is, Malawi, Malawi. and Mauritania um, have all changed their flag since then, the most recent being in 2017. So a lot of uh, war-torn countries and countries that have gained independence and stuff like that. So there we go. There we go. Well, to bring it back to our niche, do we have any favourite sort of flag-based kits that you can think of off the top of your head? Or jerseys or whatever. I I did think of this. Um, <clears throat> the first thing that springs to mind without looking into it is that you'd find probably a lot of British flags, Union Jack um, uniforms, I reckon American as well. And in Cool Runnings, did they wear the Jamaican flag as their... Pretty as, much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, in, yeah. in terms in terms of Australia, I think you'd you'd find it to be a pretty cringy thing. But had the Warriors worn a New Zealand flag jersey? Yeah, they have. I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've just sent through a bunch of stuff on Discord. Um, these are sort of the last three Great Britain Olympic uniforms. Um, and yeah, different abstract variations of the. The Union Jack, which I always thought were pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, like I mentioned before, the, the Chicago City jerseys um, in the NBA. A couple of my favourites. They all do look superb. Yeah. The Union Jack is quite iconic as as itself an icon now, isn't it? Um, and to be used... And have the ability to be used in a modern way like that. Like it's got the angles, it's got the shapes, it's got the bold lines, it's got the negative space, it's got the thin lines, it's got those triangular elements to it as well. So I think it is a flag that can actually be used and executed well on apparel. I think if given the license to be abstract like the designs that Nick's just shared, but I'd imagine there'd be countries where you wouldn't be allowed to, you know, to desecrate the flag like this, right? I know in um, well, desecrated. The in US, like Hollywood, the... you can't like shoot the flag in movies. You have to get special dispensation to wow. like burn the flag or or but, have but, it. Well, it goes deeper than that, Nick. I'm pretty pretty sure that you actually can't the either in the Constitution or the laws of the flag, you can't actually use the flag on apparel. Full stop. Period. And yet. Every day of the week, you're seeing people wearing, you know, I was going to say flannelette shirts, but that's that's not quite accurate. But you know, full full button up shirts and aprons and and everything else yeah. that features the US flag. So it's it's one of those laws that's just kind of turned the other cheek now. But the stars and stripes again is one of those iconic. It's it's mm. it's a symbol in itself now that can just be used and adapted in. And executed 
Um, I think, you know, going back to the Australian flag as an example, it's it's an adoption of two two things that are used widely around the world, the Union Jack and the Southern Cross in, you know, some form or another. There's nothing there that's really iconic to Australia. Mm. I think, yeah, the, the Southern Cross has been used in some cool ways on jerseys and stuff, but it's a pretty easy thing to sort of to use, I guess, and and pretty common to a lot of countries. And uh, that might be all for Flag Chat. Flag Chat. Yeah, sweet as. Well, listeners, how did you go in the quiz? Did you beat us? Um, or did you beat so- your mate? What did you? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I made schnitzels tonight. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yep. Fair call. It's on the mind. I understand. Uh, and hopefully we haven't bored you. You know, when we're nerds at this stuff, we hope you are too, that we can sometimes venture outside of the sports space. So let us know. Um, as mentioned at the top of the episode, you can send us an email at fieldofdesignpodcast.gmail.com or should I say message, comment, or tag us via Instagram at fieldofdesignpodcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Nick, do we have any oh, mail this sorry. week? I'm watching the cricket. Um, there's a bit more on the whole 100 and whatever numbers that the Socceroos wore. Um, but interestingly, apparently Daniel McBreen, who had 127, um, he never played for the Socceroos, but was in the squad for that game. So he's got a random jersey with 127 on it, his only Socceroos jersey. Um, so thanks to Sean Castellan for those um, facts. I think I mis- misspoke as well. I think I called him Robbie Cruz, but it was Tommy Orr who wore the 121. Um, mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, been a, uh, pretty good week with. And also, uh, Jersey tragic schooled us a little bit on, um, the rugby world cup numbers. Oh yeah. Uh, had a bit of a rant about that. Uh, essentially said that the world cup governing body made all teams give a set number to the player. Yet Australia was the only one who decided to put them in order of appearance. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the other annoying thing they did was Australia haven't played international since 2019. So essentially numbers 14 to 24 become alpha, you know, alphabetical numbers because they're all debutantes because it's been so Half long the since squad. they played. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then just finishes by saying he's all for rep numbers being acknowledged, like um, former origin greats, et cetera, et cetera. But keep that to a small number and don't desecrate the rugby league numbering system. Or got a traditionalist on our hands with uh, Jersey Tragic. Fair call. Fair call. I don't understand. Okay, so here's something we probably should have asked asked um, Cal when he was on. Doesn't FOG stand for former or- origin great? So if you've got players running around with an FOG number on, yeah, they're not, they're not a former player. It's a bit of a quirk. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. They're all greats. Whoa. You got some names there that aren't greats? 
Want to uh, throw shade? <laughs> <laughs> Not publicly. <laughs> okay. I can give you some names I don't like, but some people south of the border probably think he's a great. So. Yeah, all righty. Um, and all right, well, that pretty much wraps up this episode. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for liking and subscribing. Um, if you want those messages to pop up when the, the episodes go live, make sure you are subscribed. Feel free to share the podcast with any um, any associates of yours who may be into design, sports, creativity, or flags. And don't forget to leave us a review and some stars on your preferred podcast app. How many stars does a Southern Cross have, Kit? No, I was thinking more along the lines of the United States flag, so 50 stars. Ooh. Very good. Uh, shout out to my co-hosts, co-hosts and Jersey boys, Nick. Flag boys. Good evening. <laughs> Pride boys. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back to our regular programming next week. Sans kit because he's on holiday. Just us two. Far out. I will leave you with a joke. If I may. Far away, my friend. What's the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? One snatches your watch, the other watches your snatch. <laughs> <laughs>